I'm wrestling, you're not weak for me. Celebrate what I am. Celebrate what I have been. Celebrate what I represent. And celebrate the many ways I have impacted your life. I will survive this test as I have survived others. I am forever etched into the very fiber of all mankind. The world needs me. Time is on my side. History guarantees me. I am wrestling. Do not wait for me. What's up, everybody? This is episode number 54 of the T. Rowan Funky Show, brought to you, as always, by Defense Soap. Defend what you have built and Dolomer Sports Services. Tommy, um, let's start off. You know, we, we skipped uh, the holiday season, Christmas, New Year's, but I think the most telling thing of that whole time was how bad Ohio State got their butt kicked. How was how was that? For I you? thought you were. I didn't <laughs> think you would bring that up, but you did. Uh, of course it was I did. A Thirty-one to nothing beating. Ouch! It Just was, ouch. It was miserable. You know, I'm okay with Ohio State losing, but you you know when you're a program like that, you don't get beat 31 nothing. It was brutal to be a part of, and I'm not even a part of the program, but it was yeah. Tough. You know, you can claim and, a little bit. Love- you know, here's the truth. The truth yeah. of the matter is, Clemson was a better team. I don't really think they're 31 points better, but man, they were a better team. They were a better team, no doubt about that. Yeah, that, that that's for sure, and. um so, in addition to the Buckeyes getting their butts kicked, what what was the coolest Christmas present you got? Oh, I got boring stuff, man. I got really boring stuff. Well, I got stocker, you know, work clothes. Work? How about that? Good God. What hey, about so you? What I, you? Well, I got a cool one. I didn't get many, but I got, I got a cool one, so I did request it. Um, it was It's one of those genetic tests because I don't really know where my ancestors are from. So, uh, uh-huh. you know, I'm pretty interested. But so the first time I opened it, uh, I, I, I opened it because you got spit in it, right? Right. And I opened it and I started reading directions said you can't have eaten or drank anything within the last 30 minutes. I said, oh, crap. So I set it down. And I'm thinking, hey, I'm going to go somewhere. I'm not going to eat or drink. And when I come back, I will do this and then I'll send it off, you know. And my three-year-old got a hold of it. She totally ruined it. <laughs> uh, she ruined your Christmas. Yeah, so then I had to do another one, and well, I, I haven't even told my wife this yet because I got the email. So I did, I did another one. I sent it in, and then I got an email this morning that says, "Hey, we we've received your uh, sample at the lab. We'll get your results in six to eight weeks." <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm thinking, damn, funny. six the to good, eight weeks. Like that's we're going to be in is, spring by then. The good news is, since your wife doesn't listen to the, to the podcast much, like my wife. She won't know that this didn't happen. Yeah, unless so, you tell her. So she would have had to start planning for that one, like back in October, if I really, you know, if I was going to get the results. So I, I got a pretty cool present for her. You want to hear about it, Tommy? Yeah, I want to hear about it. Give it to me. Well, cool. Well, back back in the day when Flow Wrestling was getting started, you remember those days? Um, I do remember those days. Martin was sleeping on my couch. Yeah, mine, mine also. He slept on a lot of people's couches. Um, he did. So, yeah, so, you know, he was there, then Bader got a job, who me, me and Bader are pretty close, and Joe Williamson got a job, and Martin did, like, a video website for his wedding, and I said, well, that's awesome, I want to do that also. So, so we did it, and, um, and then a few years later, like, all the videos malfunctioned, they wouldn't play, and Amy's always like, hey, you know, when, when we ask Martin, uh, you know, to, to redo those videos, I was like, Amy, Martin is freaking the CEO of this mega corporation. I'm not going to harass him about my <laughs> wedding videos, you know? Because right, when, when they right. did the wedding videos, it was seven employees. It was like, eight, you know, maybe maybe ten employees, but not many more. I mean, right, exactly. Really small. So anyway, so I put a bug in Bader's ear, and Mark Bader came through. I got, I got him two days Boom. late. It was not Christmas. It was two days late. But I got all of our old wedding videos, so that that was, uh, man, it, it was fun to see. It was a bunch Dude, of hilarious that's awesome. stuff. You guys got to watch them and reminisce. Yeah, yeah, we had a fun wedding. Obviously, a lot of wrestlers were there um, because that was the only people I was friends with. <laughs> so yeah, it, it was good. It was good. Got to see those old videos. It was really funny seeing. Um, watch them all. 
Uh, we watched almost all of them. There's still a few. So what you actually have to do, he, Mark sends me this big page of, it's like this long page of code, right? Right. And, and there's one little segment that you have to copy and paste in another window, and then it downloads the video, right? And then you have to okay. save it. It's really weird. So anyway, so I did like 70 of them. It took me like two hours, but I did like 70 of them, and I have like 30 left. Um, but it was really funny seeing now, you know, like Martin and, and Mark, uh, Bader and Joe, th- these guys who now since then have been in front of a camera a lot, you know, it's really just so now they know how, now they know how to act. They can come yeah. up and, you know, yeah, it's they really, can hide their real self from the wrestling community now. Sure. They, they were so raw back then, you know, it was just, it was, uh, <laughs> it was really funny. I, you know, I forgot the arrow. Right. right. But it was good. So it was a good present, um, for her as well, as well as myself. I like that. That's so, good stuff, man. Yeah, and so the holiday season always means uh, wrestling. So we're going to talk about the Scuffle and the Midlands, which, in my opinion, are plenty not... of great stuff to talk. Plenty of good matches to talk about, of course. Yeah, for sure. So the, I think the Scuffle is definitely the clear, the clear number one tournament in the country right now. Um, no, no doubt about it. The, I... the, 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 the Midlands is watered down. Would you put the Midlands? Even... Do you put the Midlands at two or Vegas at two? Vegas for sure. Vegas at two. That, I, I, would, I would do the same. You know, Vegas was a little weaker this year than in previous years, um, but I would definitely put Vegas uh, at number two, and then Midlands at number three. Uh, but you know, Midlands might make a run back to number one next year when when uh, when the T Row and Funky uh, Mercenaries come. I, I I think. I mean, I want to do it. I mean, I've got you. You'd be surprised. Well, how I do. I, I thought this was a done deal, Tommy. Well, I thought it wasn't we know, want to. Hey, I thought been, we are gonna do this. I've been training since November first. I'm up to 28 minutes per day of uh, old man cardio. Okay. And um, I just started eating extremely healthy on Monday, January second. Okay. Um, my physique is slowly transforming, very slowly. And um, you know, I bet if you came to my house. You know, you wouldn't you wouldn't be able to have your way with me like you did in the basement in the wrestling room. <laughs> I think I think I've I think I've I've eclipsed that, you know, threshold. Well, that, it was, it was it. Tommy, it was it was more like I just let you get so tired that you took care of yourself. I could take care of a seventy four pounder now and just slap him around like it like I should. So uh, I, I I'm that far along, you know what I mean? So w- when is like the drilling phase? When are you gonna go back in there and get some drilling? Oh, I don't know. We're, we're thinking. We're we're talking springtime when I get back okay. to the drilling phase. Yeah, you know, you know, maybe you could just so, find a, a nice tough heavyweight. You know, maybe a high school kid or a young college kid that you can that you can beat up on a little bit. Maybe you know who would be, help you know who his be career. Perfect? Who you know who would be perfect, but he doesn't live in Ohio. Is um this Singletary kid? Oh right? yeah, that Ohio yep. State signed. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like he's like a six foot three string bean from Blair that that knows how to wrestle, but. Still, have, you know, he's a kid still, yeah. And that's the type of guy that that could that could nurse me back to conditioning, yeah. you know. And uh, and it'd be fun because you'd be helping someone that that has talent, potential, and all that stuff. But he does; he lives in New Jersey, so I can't I can't move to New Jersey just to get back in shape for the Midlands. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. So, well, way would you go? Would you go seventy four, eighty four? I mean, I'm thinking seventy four. I, I weigh one. I weigh one eighty five. Walking around pretty easily. You know, I can I can yeah, get heavier 74. than that. But um, you know, so I think maybe I would. Um, I would just diet a few more pounds down. Maybe get around one eighty, and then you sweat the rest off. No big deal. Um, yeah, use plastics and sauna. Yeah, because you know, the college kids can't use that. Yeah, maybe some cutting weight gear. They sponsor my other podcast, and their, their stuff's pretty high quality. So maybe I'd use some cutting weight gear to get down to weight. Yeah, and make sure you jump rope on Dolomer mats. There you and go. Shower with Defense soap. I, I well, I already do shower with Defense soap, so uh, that's right. I'm, that's I'm all right. product up. Uh, you know, so I, ben, I, I, ben, 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 there, ben, who are who are wait. some who are some top candidates if you and I end up doing this. Well, the other thing is, candidates in other weight classes. I, I know I can get Max to wrestle 184. So that spot's already taken. What does Max weigh? He can't make one. He weighs about 190, but he's really he's, he like he's on this like super maybe raw vegan diet. I don't know. He don't eat much. Um, so he's like really lean, right around 190. He's so, a produce guy, is what so, you're saying. Yeah, he a lot of vegetables. So I don't know <laughs> that he could make. Well, I don't think he could make 174, and he'd be too tiny for 197. 
So I think he'd be filling at 184 real nice. So that means I, you right. know, I'd be down at 174 for the team. Um, I, I think we could get Herbert pretty easily at 197. I don't think we'd have to convince him. I saw him. He's looking pretty big. Um, I think he'd be an easy no get. What do you mean, no? He would go? I don't. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. You want me to call what him right now? What does he weigh? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to text him right now, Tommy. No, uh, call call him right now. We'll see if he picks up, and we'll get him live on the. But podcast. how can I get him? Can I call him from the Skype? No, call him from on your cell phone and put it on speaker. People will be able to hear it. Really? Okay, let me see. I think so. All right, uh, I'll give I'll, it a shot. Give it a shot. So I think he would be. Uh, you know, I think we could plug him in at one ninety seven, um, pretty easily. So Jake, you're on speaker right now with Tommy and uh, myself on on our podcast. We are live, and we got to put you on the spot because we want to know if you'd wrestle 197 pounds at the Midlands on a Tiro and Funky mercenary team. Is that uh, one year from now? That's one year from today. <laughs> oh, I'd be in horrible shape by then. So that I'll take that as a what yes. Did he, say? he said he'll be in horrible shape. Tommy, he can't be in as bad a shape as you, though. Uh, no, there's no way. There's no way he's worse off than I am right now. 197. I've always debated about We need you, brother. Jake, can you hear me? Uh, I, I don't know if I'm going to go 97 or 84, though. But Max, we already got Max at 184, and he's tiny right now, and I know you're pretty jacked right now. So I, I know you could wrestle yeah. one. I'm cutting to 174 for the team, Jake. That's tell, what, tell, tell, gonna tell Jake I'm going to be drilling by the springtime. Can you hear? The Midlands, because the Midlands is a historic tournament, and we want to take out Iowa. That's why, Jake. Okay. All right, Jake's in. And we want to make America great again. A-W-O-I. Can that be our team? A-W-O-I. Yeah, I think if you're there, we will let you name the team since you agreed to wrestle for us. Three months prior to Midland, so I can start right. doing something. I will do. Thanks, Jake. <laughs> See ya. That's great. All right. That, so you know, that, got, could, got, he couldn't we, hear we you, got, Tommy, and I don't know that you – could you hear him? I heard him a little bit. Okay. All I know is that we just got a confirmation from a Hodge. He won the Hodge, He right? won the Hodge. So we got, so we got, got uh, what, we got, two, four, six. We got seven NCAA titles on the team already. Seven NCAA titles, three World Olympic teams, two Hodge trophies. Three Hodge uh, trophies. I got two. You got two? I didn't know that. Yes, yes sir. I'm sorry I didn't know that. that. Yes, sir. I got junior and senior year. And I got two Shallis trophies, oh too, Tommy. I don't even know what that is. That's the best. Pi- I don't even know. <laughs> you don't know what it is because you weren't considered because you didn't pin anybody. <laughs> Top wrestling is lame. It's the best. It's the best pinner. It's the best. We need it. We need it. That that kind of leads into our discussion. Um, I, I don't like how Montoya won the the middle. Okay, wait, wait, wait. I, to... Maybe we could just spend this whole show. Maybe we could spend this whole show just calling people and building our team. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we can do that. I mean, I'm, I'm down with that. Who we got for? Uh, Let's who, see. Who could wrestle 25 that is also retired? I can't. Uh, think Jer- of we had we actually had a volunteer, Jared Garnett, uh, formerly of Virginia Tech, now coaches for North Dakota State, actually volunteered. No way. Yes. How old is he? He's too young. I think he might be too young because we well, we did set the bar. What a, a twenty ten graduate was the bar. We need we need old dudes, man. We need people where it's like he's really gonna wrestle. You know that's what we need. We don't. You know Jared Garnett might make the cut though. I don't. Yeah, you're right. Though I don't think he's old enough. He's got. I'd say 2010 you know, it, is is a good cutoff. Like we need people that when they enter, people we need guys that when they enter for our team, people read it and they're like, "Why would he do that?" That's <laughs> that's what we're look. That's what we're looking for. Uh, yeah, I I agree. I'm I'm gonna send a few texts right now. I'm sending a text to. Sam Hazelwinkle and Nick Simmons, because we need some little guys. Simmons will suck down to 25 and choke some people out. What do you think? I, you know, I think he's so lean, he doesn't get much bigger. I think he can make it fairly easily. And then Sam Hazelwinkle's not a very big guy either, so I, you know, I think he's another one that could make it. So who knows, by the end of this podcast, we can have a pretty damn solid team put together. 
I mean, we, we're, we're pretty stacked up top. I, I got, got a guy yeah, named Nazar. Um, are you aware of Nazar? Nazar. Nazar Kuchitsky. He's from, um, he wrestled UW Oshkosh, but he's now a senior level competitor at 70 kilograms. Um, he actually went up 8 nothing on James Green in 2015, the year James Green won the, um, won the uh, bronze medal in the Worlds. But the problem is, he's from Ukraine, so his mat wrestling is not great. Well, mine's not great either, and I'm going to be fine. Yeah. Hey, do you think, are you going to choose down in this tournament? Um, I mean, maybe. I'm pretty damn good on bottom. I, I, get, I get quite I think I'm, I think I'm. I think I'm out on that. That's fair. But these college guys are so <laughs> dumb, they just try try crazy stuff, and then you put get them on their back. Yeah, it's easy for you to say. Ha! Huh. You just let, let them fall on their own sword, Tommy. Yeah. So who won the Midlands this year at heavyweight? So uh, Iowa won the, t- the team title. Okay, let's go into Midlands. We've been babbling about this team for too long. Well, let's, we'll start at heavyweight. So, um, okay. at heavyweight, it was actually a pretty solid weight class, but Connor Medbury um, forfeited out of the tournament. And I'm not really 100. I don't think they said why. And he, you know, he was the number one seed of the tournament. He went all the way down to sixth after making the semis. Um, so he didn't lose any match. He just forfeited out. Correct. Going in, you know, okay, got it. Yeah. So he just forfeited out. So Tanner Hall won. Um, he beat. Sam, oh yeah, Tanner Hall. Tanner yeah, Hall won. He beat Sam Stoll in the semis. He beat Jordan Wood. Um, he beat Jordan Wood in the finals. Not not a real what great. You, weight I test. didn't get to I didn't get to watch Sam Stoll. He's a freshman from Iowa, though, right? Uh, sophomore. He was or a freshman sophomore, last year. Sophomore. What do you What do you think? Yeah, I remember watching Stoll last year. He's got pretty good hips. Yeah, um, he's tough, but uh, you know, just like most Iowa guys, he doesn't do a whole lot. So it's, there uh, it is. There's yeah. the zinger. That's the zinger. first Iowa zinger of 2017. <laughs> uh, yeah. So there's uh, not not great. Heavyweight, and then 197 is not that great either, Tommy. Uh, Aaron Studebaker from Nebraska beat Nate Roeder in the finals. And, you know, and the the place it's Sean Scott, Ricky Roberts, Ryan Wolf, Kevin Beasley. There's not really a lot of, of who's who in there. Um, you know, I th- I think Herbert's winning that weight class pretty easily, if you ask me. You think I can take out Tanner Hall? Yes. I got to train. I think what you, I know, you, you right hand now. fight, hand fight, hand fight, and you got to get one good takedown at the end. That's it. Yeah, but, I, but I'm choosing neutral when it's my choice, so I probably should get two takedowns. Okay, two takedowns. That's fair. Well, you could get the right time. What do you like my chances better, getting two takedowns or getting a takedown and an escape? Um... Man, I think escape at heavyweight. It's hard to ride people because you guys are so big and I strong. Agree. There's not I'm a lot of good riders at heavyweight. I know, I know this. I'm being facetious. I'm going down. Oh, okay. I thought I thought you were serious about not going down. <laughs> um, all right, we got it. Ding, 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 Tommy. We got a 133 pounder. Nick Simmons is game for 133 pounds. Perfect. He's over 30 and he has kids. That's what we're looking for. And he made a world team. Yeah, there you go. I haven't told my brother he's wrestling 184 yet, but I'm assuming he's just going to go with it. Are we going to have a training camp, or are we just going to show up? I think you got to just show up. Maybe like a, a, <laughs> a, maybe like a, a night out tonight before to celebrate the, the fun that we're going to have. Um, That's right. That's right. All right, 108. We're going. So we're going in descending order. 184 pounds. Uh, I think this is. I to me, this is the best way to the tournament. Um, and Tim Dudley was, I got to say, he's a little better than I thought. I think, you know, obviously he was NCAA finalist. I kind of felt like he snuck into the NCAA finals a little bit last year. That I, I felt that way about it last year. Okay. And the bottom side fell apart. But, man, he's tough. He, he's really tough, um, especially on top. I, you know, sometimes you can't see, but I, I got to assume he's got these really long fingers. Because his grip is like, there are certain positions where you're like, there's no way he should be holding this person. Um, right. And, he, and he, he's riding them. It's crazy. So he I hate over... wrestling guys that have that grip. Who, who, who did you wrestle that had that? Long finger. I had a lot of practice, I had a lot of practice partners that had okay. that grip. And so 
what they would do is they'd shoot on me, and they would take a bad shot. I'd get them all the way extended, but then they'd have that grip where I just couldn't get them off my legs or go behind them, which still made the position. And when it happens a lot in practice, it you know, kind of sends you over the defense. So I do recall <laughs> those types of situations. That's too funny. Yeah, so, <laughs> so um, he beat Nate, I believe it was Nathan Jackson and Samus, Jack Deck on the finals. Um, Renda, who's, who's redshirting for NC State, comes in fifth place, and he was third at the NCAAs last year. And Tommy, I'm sorry to say, Miles Martin dropped all the way down there to eighth place. He, he lost, man, I can't remember right now. Who, um, he lost to DeChow. Who? And then he lost to Renda. Is that who he lost to on the front side? He lost to DeChow from Old Dominion. De- on, I think it's Decau. I think it's Decau. Decau, DeChow, whatever. Um, yeah, he, he. You know, I guess I can't really say much. I'm, I'm still pretty high on the guy, but he's, he's taking three on the chin. And, you know, he's a 19-year-old kid, and he hasn't yet developed the consistency to perform at the level that he's capable of performing at on a consistent basis. And if you don't do that, you're going to get pot shots from the peanut gallery, and that's what we are. So we're going we're gonna to do that. Yeah. So he, he's kind of having a rough go at it. I, obviously, after winning NCAA title, people had high expectations for him. Um, but he had, a, he had a rough year last year. Until the NCAA tournament. Well, yeah, he was the. You got to remember, this guy was the 11 seed going into the nationals. Yeah, so it wasn't um, like. But what's he, interesting? What's interesting to me, and I know, I know firsthand, is that. Um, one, I don't think he wrestled out of his mind at nationals. I think he wrestled to his potential at nationals. And and two, there's been a number of training sessions where he's gone with some very big names in the sport, and done an excellent, excellent job, a.k.a. beat them. So it's there. Who? Give there. us the dirt. I'm, I'm curious. I can't share. If you don't tell me now, names, I'm going to text you after the podcast. Bigger bigger names than anybody he has to beat this year to win the national, with the exception really? of the eight Okay, I'm going to say, because um, a pretty damn big name. Right. And um, so I, I, I just think that there's, you know, there's uh, – I still remain hopeful that you're going to see Miles Martin, uh, you know, in the NCAA finals in March. Yeah, I mean, he, he's got he's got a tough road to hoe here. Uh, when, is I've, he always, I've always when I've always I've always thought this State? about people. And I, this is like the fifth time I've brought this up on our podcast, and I'm going to say it again. Uh oh, here we go. I you can't no. It has nothing to do with Miles Martin, but it does have something to do with Miles Martin. It's hard to – you can't count anybody out that can score on everybody. Mm, and I like that, yeah. There's not, there's not many people in college wrestling that can score on everybody in their weight class. Yep. And Miles Martin has that ability to go get points on anybody. And I'm talking about attacking, offensive-minded, not reactionary, yeah. not – go behind, not tactics, not strategy. I'm talking about go take that man down. He can do that against anybody that he's going to wrestle in the whole world. And um, because of that, it's hard to count him out. But he just he's, he's not consistent enough to say that he's wrestling like that right now. So, I mean, he's got to be able to roll with the punches on that. Sure, that's fair. So they, they pick up their Big Ten schedule. I'm actually going to watch him in Madison this Friday. I'm going to go to that duel with some of our guys. You tell me what you think. Yeah, I mean, no, I mean, I, I think your assessment is spot on, um, and he, he, you know, he'll have what uh, Ricky, no, Ricky Roberts ninety seven, Christensen is it Craig Christensen eighty four maybe or he's seventy four now, I can't Not remember sure. who that bad sure. guy is. Um, so let's move down to one seventy four. Uh, another freshman yeah, here. Zahid's impressive, right? I mean, I don't think there's anything else to say about yeah. him. He's just really freaking good. Yeah, he's. Uh... He's good, man. I mean, I mean he's he, he he's a guy like you said. You know, you were just saying this about Miles Martin. Uh, well, you were saying it broadly, but you you know you were implying Miles Martin. He can literally score from anywhere. I mean, he he can attack. Yep. He can defend. He can scramble. He can score on top. He can score on bottom. Um, well, I mean, man. for for every bit as much as I like Miles Martin, I would say that the Heat is a more polished version of what we were talking about with Miles. Probably slightly less uh, talented, even though you think that doesn't exist. 
he has a little bit less innate advantages, but he's he's a smarter wrestler that stays within his box of wrestling better than Miles does. And that's why he's 4-0 against Miles. And that's why he's... Are, is he ranked number one yet? Is he? Uh, I don't believe... Let me go check the rankings. Uh, yeah, I like having the rankings up because sometimes I, think, I can put my yeah. foot in my mouth if we don't have the um, rankings up. We never put our foots in our mouths, then ever. What? Are you kidding me? I feel like never. I do it all the time. <laughs> all right, I'm, oh I'm getting the rankings here. I, I don't. I'm know. hearing all these texts. I'm hearing all these texts coming through. Are we okay, I got a switch. bunch of mercenaries. Yeah, that, I'm, I'm texting the mercenaries. You know, usually you can't hear the text because I have... Um, oh, God, now you're going to hear an advertisement. This is so amateur, Tommy. So usually I have oh, my microphone and my headphones on, which then blocks out any other noise that will play on the computer. Right. But uh, since we had to call Jake, I unplugged my microphone. Uh, you know what? I'll pl- I'm going to plug it back in. You're right. This is driving me crazy. Okay, plug back in. Hold on here. I'm ready, brother. I'm I'm ready for you. All right, Tommy, you got me now. I got you. All right, so now now you won't hear any of that other bull crap. Um, I I am texting. You know who I just texted to try to get? I tried to. I'm trying to get Reese Humphrey for 141. We'll see. Yeah, Reese is over 30. He's got kids. He's in. He's in. Done. But um, he was on the mat in the semifinals of the Olympic trials like four months ago. So he's almost yeah. like not far enough out of it. But by uh, next year, he will be. So. So, okay, so Flo has Bojo 1, Epperly 2, Kent 3, Valencia 4. Kent will obviously go down since he just lost to Mark Hall at the scuffle, which we'll talk about later. So Valencia will probably go up to 3. Uh, Epperly and Bojo still above him. Yeah, and, and Bojo, who is very good, just hasn't re- – I mean, has he wrestled enough to maintain the ranking above Valencia, who's wrestling almost everybody right now? You know, that's where you've got to – start to consider that as a ranker wouldn't you say yeah i i would say that yeah i would say that i think you have to start really thinking about it uh, by the way i watched the buckeyes practice uh three or four days ago and um bojo is an absolute monster i'd like to work Physically out with him speaking. i'd like to feel how he feels you know get a little piece yep. of him hey so i brought my son to uh to watch ohio state practice and we were just sitting there having a good time and He's he's seven. He's turning seven tomorrow. So he's six year old kid, and he had never met Bojo before. But he knows who he is because we went to watch the Missouri match. Yeah. And I said, Tommy, I said, Tommy, my son's Tommy. I said, This is Bo Jordan. He goes, You're Bo Jordan. He goes, Yeah, I'm Bo. Nice to meet you, Tommy. He goes, You're big. I saw you wrestle in Missouri. Ah. He goes, Oh, thanks. He goes, Oh, thanks. And Bo was in a t-shirt and shorts, and you know how you're skinnier when you're wearing t-shirt and shorts and tommy goes why are you so skinny right now <laughs> <laughs> oh, right to bojo funny. but then bojo had to take his shirt off to uh get his lift in and he looked massive so did he do you oh, have yeah, to take boy. your shirt big off boy. to lift because i don't ever do that anymore because i just don't have the body for that tommy yeah i, I still have the body for it but i just don't want to show off come on i don't buy it Post a picture. No, Prove it right now. Prove yeah. it. Yeah, I'm out. I'm out. Okay, so hey, let's go to 165. This was not the best weight class, but th- this weight class was a lot of fun because uh, all the young bucks were coming at Isaiah Martinez, and then the finals. Oh yeah, the finals match was a lot of fun because the positions IMR wanted to be in were also the positions that Chad Walsh wanted to be in, which made it a really, you know, you could tell Martinez was better, but. It was not an easy go by any sense of the imagination. A be- he's just a better version. Well, Isaiah wants to be in the underhook, and uh, and Chad Walsh likes being in that overhook, wizard kick um, type position. Yep, yep. yep. So, uh, did you watch? Uh, did you watch match. Marinelli? I, I, watched, I watched a lot. Of, what's that? Did you watch Marinelli versus Imar? Yeah, I did. That was uh, that was interesting to say the least. Um, yeah, that was, uh, that was kind of a butt kicking, which, you know, Marinelli's a freshman versus, uh, you know, probably who's going to be one of the better NCAA wrestlers of all time. So you can't really expect too much out of it, but, um, it was, it was a, not only was it, it a bucking, but it was a fun match to watch. I mean, they were really scrapping and, um, you know, Isaiah just kind of was just showing how powerful he was in a lot of those situations. 
Well, I, I think I think that's one thing that you know, and I think I think a lot of Marinelli. I think he's gonna have a great career, but he is um, used to being the physical specimen on the mat, in my opinion. And because um, he's pretty talented, he's very strong, always in great condition. Uh, great condition. I think Martinez, you know, he's a little bit more talented, a little bit stronger, a little bit more this. And I think that overwhelms a guy like Marinelli because he's not overly versatile yet with his skill sets. But physically speaking, in high school at least, he was very dominant. Yeah, definitely. And and, and so to, to go on, on from there, um, the semifinals where I, I, I'm our hammered Valencia. I mean, just beat him, beat him up. Um, you know, Valencia was someone who's beaten Isaiah. He beat him twice or – no, three times because he beat him twice at the trials and once um, at, the, at the junior nationals. What, is it two years ago or three years ago? Something like that. I think it was two years. Ago. It was. It was. Um, I think it was the last. Was like Imar's last loss at University Nationals, and then he went on a run and went undefeated and won it as a freshman. So I think it was. Yes, it was, his yep, red shirt right. year. It was his red shirt year. You're right. But yeah. I, I, you know, I kind of thought Anthony would have something for him, and he did, he, he didn't have anything for him. He got he got his butt no. kicked. So. Um, I thought no. that was kind of interesting to me. I kind of thought he would have more. Do you think him. Martinez looks better at 65? Um, I don't know. H- hard to say. You know, you, the only match you lost the last two years was to Jason Nolf, who is mind-blowingly good. So I think he, I think he looks a little bit more powerful for the weight class at sixty-five than he did at fifty-seven. If there is such a thing. That yeah, I, I say I would say that's fair. Um, right. Yeah, I'd, I'd say that's fair. But you know, like I said, I think he, well, he only it was he only lost one match the last two years, so it's not like right. No, it's hard to get much better than that. Yeah. So one one fifty seven. I think this was my favorite match of the tournament. Um, Great match. Kemmer versus. You know, it, it, I, I yeah. got to be honest though, Ben. In a, in, in a lot of ways, it was a great match, but you know, and it was because of the fact that they they both brought it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, I like the Burger Kid. I like. Kemmerer for different reasons but I will say this that as good of a match as it was they both were sloppy at finishing which caused a lot of exciting scrambles. Or were they both really good defensively? No, they weren't that good defensively. When I look at Kemmerer I'm like, damn that guy's got some great hips. I mean really when, when I watch him wrestle, that's what I'm thinking. I just felt like I was watching a lot of sloppy finishing that caused fun and exciting scrambles. It's like a broken down football play, you know, and then, then Michael Vick, you know, takes a broken down football play and turns chicken shit into chicken soup and everyone screams and is excited. Yeah, but but is that is that is that good football? I mean, it is, but it isn't. You know what I mean? Um, I, I mean I, I don't know. I mean I you know, some people some people's best version of themselves is a little sloppy, right? If 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 Ben Askren is waiting for a perfect attack to happen, I'm not going to be nearly as good as I am. You know what I'm saying? And so you might look at some of the things I do and you say those are sloppy, but that that's what's going to give me the best opportunity to win is getting in those scrambles, getting in those I'm just positions. Saying that and I, so I, well, I guess what I'm what I'm saying is, and you know, we we had this discussion three or four weeks ago. Fifty seven is pretty wide open this year and pretty kind of. I don't know if weak is the right word, but wide open is a better word. And so these guys, this could be these could be guys that are in the finals. You know what I mean? But but yeah. I, I, I think the wrestling I'm not saying it wasn't exciting. It was actually very exciting. Um But but do you, but you get I what my saw, point is about um you know some people are crisp and clean, but crisp and clean doesn't necessarily mean better, right? It just means that those techniques are looking prettier. But some guys are better when stuff's getting in there and getting dirty. Like like myself, that was the style I had to wrestle to be most efficient. And and Berger, um, Berger specifically looked like a high volume attacker, where he's going to win by just getting in there and attacking, 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 taking chances, winning scrambles, getting people tired. That looked like his strategy to me, right? And so right. um, you're never going to get crisp, clean attacks all the time out of him, and, and that's okay because maybe that's the best version of him. I mean, you know. Some... Well, okay, so so I'm not taking anything away from the guys at all. I'm just saying that even though it was exciting, there were parts of it that was kind of like 
you know, I, I guess the fundamentalist in me is more like, you know, I mean, finish the damn shot, you know, finish the shot. Sure, that, but that, if the guy's so good at scrambling, it's not that easy and that clean to just finish the shot. Oh, I know that. But if I freeze frame a lot of those positions, and I know that I'm kind of working in a vacuum right now, yeah. but if I freeze frame a lot of those positions, and, and I told you, Ben, would you be able to finish that, you would say yes. And you would say, maybe not would you, but should should a guy in the hunt for the national title finish that? You would say, yeah, he's got to okay. finish that. So I, 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 okay, I get what you're saying here, and this is what I'm going to say. Kemmerer is that good defensively. I've watched him wrestle maybe four or five times this season already, and just when it looks like like you're saying, it should be finished, um, man, he just, he just pops up. His hips well, are just to, so okay, good so, that, so, so, that to be fair, stuff that doesn't fair, work. And wait, wait, part of that, and so part of that then is wrestling him most people, you know, like you're drilling or you're wrestling live and you're used to how much effort you have to put into a certain shot to finish it. And you see so you blow through someone and you think, okay, he should be landing on his hips and I'm going to go behind. No, you know, I have this finish that so you kind of let off the gas there and then boom, all of a sudden the hips pop back up, right? And so right. from a technical perspective and from a, a psychological perspective, he is very hard to finish on. Well, I, to be fair, I have not watched a lot of Kemmerer. So watch some of him. He's really, he's really like he doesn't look powerful, but he wrestles powerfully. I mean, um, yeah. So I think it's that more than anything. He makes other people. It would be like Tommy if someone wrestled me. You'd say, well, that guy's a finish, sloppy finisher. But uh, you know, sometimes. But then if you, but then if I were to YouTube you and I saw you crush two watermelons, like yeah. you know, that guy's strong, even though he looks fat. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, so that, that was a great match. I could watch those guys wrestle again, and I'm sure they will wrestle again. Yeah, yeah. okay, so let, let me let me kind of recover here because I don't want to be like the negative Nancy. It no, was a fair. great match. It, it's fair. I mean, you're making fair criticisms there. Yeah, it was a good match. I had a lot of fun. You know, uh, I think Adam Terrapelli tweeted it, which I can, and I think he was referring to the 57-pound final. See, I watched this match after the fact, but um, I think he said that the double OT – Stuff he's reminded of how bogus the double OT rules are when watching that 57 pound match, and I would agree that the match was so exciting, the action was so um, you know just flurries everywhere that the stop go stop go stop go that we have in the overtime, it kind of how much better would it have been if we just took the time off the clock and said let it go, let it yeah, rip, yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, yeah, it's, it's it's interesting to to think that way. Um, you know, I, I I don't know. I I was I was I, honestly I'm not complaining about. The, some people still complain about. I think some people will perpetually complain about the rules, no matter what the rules are. Um, I don't really have a problem with folks style rules right now. I really don't. You know, there's some small things that could be changed or made slightly better. Um, I I could, I, go, think, I could I go with the, the push out only- rule. I'm okay with that. I'm not. I'm not super for it, but I'm not super against it either. Um, Riding I, time is dumb. Ben. What? It's, just it's part of the sport. Come on, man. Just don't get ridden. Don't be a dummy. Just get out. Yeah. Well, you know what? Uh, you know they used to snap the extra point at the three yard line. Now they snap it at the thirteen yard line. You know it, it, they said it's no longer part of the sport because they wanted to create more action. So to me, it's like yeah, it's always been part of the sport, but it's. That 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 nuance in the sport, riding time, has been, I wouldn't say abused because these guys are following the rules, but it's now to a point where, or maybe it never it never was, it's always been at a level where it takes away from the momentum of what is exciting about wrestling. Dang, well, you know what? I'll tell you, I'll tell you this. I think again, I think it goes back to the referees and. Um, I think if matches are just ref correctly, I think they flow better. And so, you know, one of the things that I see now happening, and it's, it's all on, it's on, I'm going to put it all on the refs because um, they got to make the calls. But this, this thing where, you know, there, there's this specified set of stalling where, like, if you're down on the leg for five seconds, it, it's stalling. Um, you know what I'm saying? Tommy? Sorry, I lost you there. Oh, what did you okay. say? I said, you know where these some of these stalling rules are being taken advantage of. You know where if someone's down on the leg for five seconds, it's stalling, right? Yeah. So I, I can't remember what match it was. Um, 
I'm going to give you two examples. But one, he was on the leg, and the ref goes, one, two, three, four. And as he went four, he climbed up to the body, but the guy was on his feet, right? Right. So then the ref starts that count. One, two, three, four. And he drops back down to the right. leg. And the ref goes, one, two, three, four. And he comes back to the body, and it happened five times, Tommy. Five yeah. times. And so, he went yeah, to four. I, Just call I, this – wait, wait, let me get this out. Just call this son of a bitch for stalling, right? He's stalling. Now, on the other side of it, because these refs are so abiding by these stalling specifications, I believe it was Mark Hall. So this guy gets a, uh, a crackdown takedown on Mark Hall, right? Uh, so he's, yep. he's on top, and Mark Hall has him in a chest wrap. So this guy is stuck. Right. He's stuck on the leg, and he's like trying to let it go. Like he put his hands out, like I don't want this leg, brah. And uh, right. the ref still goes one, two, three, four, five. You're stalling, and it's like those two situations are such a misapplication of the rules in different directions. The, the th- if the refs just called stalling, like we all know what stalling is, Tommy. We all know it when we see it. But the refs are just too scared. I mean, hell, Terry Brand spent seven minutes of the finals badgering freaking uh, uh, the referees. And that, that's why they're scared to call Skull on the right way because they think Terry Brand's going to attack them in the hallway. Well, yeah. And part, part of the reason why, why I think the officiating is inconsistent and questionable with simple things is because when you look at football and basketball, those are revenue sports that produce a profit. And so the officials are making decent coin, which which means that they're held more accountable and they're focused on their craft, whereas these guys are kind of, even at the college level, you know, as even the best ones like McCormick and, and Mike Allen and those guys, you know, they're weekend warriors. They can't yeah. be studying up on this stuff in a way. They don't live wrestling the way that the coaches and athletes do, yeah. whereas maybe in other sports, you know, they live it just as much as anybody else, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, no, that's and I'd pay a few bucks more for everything I watch just to have some better refereeing. Um, and, and you know, maybe it is uh, maybe that the coaches can't talk to the referees as much, or you know, some something to that effect. Hey, uh, you not not to be a Debbie Downer, but we're, we're way behind schedule, so we got to start rolling. Is that cool? Okay, let's go. All right, Sorison over Oliver in overtime. Not Jordan Oliver, but Justin Oliver of Central Michigan. Overtime, very uh, unexciting, not exciting match. And Sorensen's been kind of uh, not not great all year. I'm excited to see him face a challenge. I, I don't know. Uh, the Hawkeyes schedule by heart, but I'm assuming uh, he's going to have someone pretty tough coming up soon. And, you know, I, I'd like to see him. Obviously, Zane. Uh, who else is a Big Ten habit? One for, oh, Micah. When is Mick, that match Mick, Mick Jordan. Mick Jordan. When's Mick that? Jordan. I, I think Mick Jordan. I think Mick Jordan is uh, number two in the Big Ten. What, so when is that happening? Or is it not? Uh, that see. happens in January. Late okay. January, Jan- I think. January 27th, late January. Iowa City. Yeah, and then they got they got Penn, then the Buckeyes got Penn State February 3rd in Columbus. So they got sure. an interesting six-day run there. Sure. Uh, okay. 141. Uh, we got Matt Kolodzik over Kevin Jack, one nothing. This is a riding fest, so you're not going to like it. But, hey, tell me about the semi. I, I, I know we talked about this. Uh, I didn't get your full opinion. Did you watch the Ashnault versus Kevin Jack thing? No, I watched uh, Gilman and Terrell semi. Oh, okay. I did not catch you. I read about it, though. Okay, I mean, so, I read so about it's 2-2, two two, and, and they're standing there, right? And it's like five seconds. They're standing at each other. Five seconds of 2-2. Two, two, they're going overtime. And uh, Ashnault kind of slaps him once, right? Then not so hard. But then the second time, he freaking cracks him. And the refs discuss it, and they end up calling one point for unsportsmanlike conduct. I just thought, like, what was the point? Why did you, why did you do that, Anthony Ashnault? Like, what's the point? I mean, that was what I was thinking. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, it's it's it's, it's uh, it really makes no sense. I saw. Uh, Nick Wazowski tweeted about it. Basically, had the same point. Like, what are you doing? Basically, yeah. what's well, the point? I mean, I, I just don't get it. So, um, <laughs> Montoya, Eric Montoya. I think you were saying he rides too much over Zane Richards in the semis. Uh, I'm sorry, in the I, final, I, in overtime. I, Go ahead. It was a good. First of all, a good match. Zane Richards high crotch is is might be the best in college wrestling yeah, right now. I could I could agree with that. And um, but at any rate. Uh, you know, 
I can't tell if, if, if Montoya is that good on top or if Richards maybe has a deficiency on bottom or a little bit of both. I think it's a little bit of both. But, I mean, going into the third period, I mean, that was a pretty dominant wrestling match, right? Yeah. Yep. For sure. And I guess that's the beef I have with riding time. You know, I feel, you know, I, but it is uh, the rule. Well, if you and, can't get out, man, you can't get out, you suck. Just get off bottom. Well, one thing, I, one thing I'll say about Montoya, though, is that he rides to turn. He didn't turn Richards, but he, he, he was aggressive. Ride. He was aggressive. What's that? He's aggressive on top. Yes, he is. So he doesn't get riding time in a way that annoys me. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right. So 125, so. not an overly good bracket. Um, and Gilman wins in the finals 14 to, 13 to 4. But the fun one was the semis. And I told you Absolutely. to watch this, and hopefully you did. Um, I did. You did. So, so what is your takeaway before I give my takeaway? If I was coaching a guy at 25 that had to beat Thomas Gilman, I'd watch a lot of that match. Yeah. Um, I think that – I just think that Terrell wrestles – you got to be a little bit of a quick, quick twitch guy, but I just think that he did a lot of things that um, that exposed Gilman where, where Gilman can be beat. Yeah, and so – I got a couple takeaways. You know, I, I totally agree with everything you said. In the third period, I, I believe it, it's either it's just over a minute, and Terrell's on top, and he, he's working hard with the leg in, trying to get the turn. You know, because he knows he can't go takedown for takedown with Gilman. But Gilman's exhausted. Mm-hmm. Gilman literally does not really try and escape the last minute of the match. I believe he got warned for stalling earlier in the period, but how did he right. not get called for stalling again? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I thought he was stalling. I thought he wasn't moving. Um, and I think if that situation is flip flopped, um, where the Iowa guys on top and the other guys on bottom, and the crowd's going nuts, I think there is some stalling calls there. So I think that's uh, you know that's another one where the referees situationally got got they have to make that call. And then that's a good point. I didn't even think of that when I was watching him. That's a good point. Yeah, and then. With uh, the, the little cheap shot that, that uh, Terrell took, and it was a cheap shot. There's no doubt about that. Um, but, you know, my, one of the things my dad always said, my, my dad had a, a bunch of things, but one of the things he always said was, if you're going to dish it out, you've got to be ready to take it. And That's right. there is not a man in college wrestling that takes more cheap shots than Thomas Gilman. So for him to get cheap shot at one time and act like a freaking baby about it, give me a break. Yeah, no, I think um, it was it was a cheap shot for sure, but it wasn't. I've seen much worse dished out from from Gilman. Yeah, and, no uh, doubt about it. It's okay for him. I mean, he shouldn't have just taken it, but he kind of exacerbated the the situation a little bit. He, you know, he can say whatever he wants. He, he you know, he likes the drama. I mean, he he likes it. He likes the the spotlight drama. You know what I mean? And so that was an opportunity. He was also probably a little pissed off. I mean, honestly, it was a pretty rough rough shot there. So, Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I just think, you know, when you're dishing it out, when you you got to be ready to take it every morning. Someone Someone's going to give it back to you eventually. Um, no and, doubt. And, you know, it wasn't well, one of those matches of where, where he was totally, you know, it wasn't like he was totally dominating and then the guy just got on top one time and cheap shot him. Like, like that was a match. And you were stalling oh, yeah. in the last minute. What did you think minute. of Plato, by the way? I was kind of surprised how Gilman got out of it. That was kind of kind of gnarly how he just like wiggled his way out. It was gnarly. It wasn't the word I. It wasn't the word I would have chosen, but it was a gnarly. Like how did he get out that way? Right. It's like he scooted his back up up Terrell's side and like pretended that he wasn't doing the splits and got out of it. That, yeah, that 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 was weird. I, I was like, I actually I was want to go back and off. watch that now that you say that. Yeah, it was weird. He just wiggled his way out of there. Um, Tommy, man, this is, we should have done two separate shows, but we're we're here where we are now. We uh, we're at like fifty minutes, um, and we haven't even touched the scuffle. Well, maybe we should not go wait by wait. Let's go. There's let's so many go good. This is the best like tournament in college five. wrestling, though. There's so there's so much here. You want to keep rocking then? I mean, okay, I'll, I'll go through. So twenty-five. Um, yeah, you know, there's uh, there's a lot of good guys, but not, nothing outstanding. Um, One thirty-three. I, I kind of I, I could talk about a bunch of matches here. 
Um, you know, the weight I really the, – the first weight I really want to talk about is 141. Um, I thought this was a very interesting weight. Some very good, some very even matches, some very interesting scrambles. Um, you know, that, that McKenna – no, I'm sorry. D. Camillo versus Heil. Uh, at the end of the two Ohio, period. Two Ohio boys, of course, oh, I know God, that one. For God's sakes. My, my brother said it was a pin. He's like, that That was a pin. Um, I thought it at the very least should have been called to take them, but could have been takedown and backs. What did you think about that situation? Hello? Are you there? Yeah, I lost you. Sorry about that, okay. brother. Did you hear what I said about DeCamillo, Ohio? You said your brother thought it was a pin, and then I lost you. Okay, and then I, I said I thought it could have been, um, at the very least, a takedown, but I thought it could have been a takedown and back points. What did you think about that situation, that scramble at the end of the match? I didn't watch that match. Oh, I just know okay. that it was a – sorry, dude. Okay, my bad. <laughs> I know well, I should be watching more of these to make to get, make our podcast flow a little better. Well, it may, it'll make it faster nonetheless. So that that watch that scramble. Any of our listeners, watch that scramble. I, you know, I thought it was points – um, D. Camillo, Matt, my brother thought it was a pin. Um, and then Ward and McKenna had a crazy ending, too. Um, McKenna, uh, Ward hit, uh, he, he went for a leg pass, and McKenna tried, like, holding on, so what happened is he flopped through, and Ward got him on his back. Um, damn, did he win, did the time run out or did he pin him? I'm, I can't recall right now whether um, the time ran out or, or he pinned him, but that scramble was, like, uh, so I, start, I think I was on the phone with my wife, and I just started yelling. It was awesome. <laughs> and she's like, what are you yelling? Oh, he won seven once, so he, did not, he didn't pin him. He, it, you know, it ended in decision. Um, I'm surprised and, you skipped over Cade Brock. I mean, this is a guy that's, you know, been through some injuries and stuff at 33. Well, was, I mean, there was nothing that uh, – you know, 141 to me was a lot more interesting. And then um, Jaden Ironman, this is his first go at, at 141. Uh, I, I, wa- I watched his match versus. Um, he lost to Decamillo uh, twice. Twice. What's that? He lost to Decamillo twice. He's he's very hot and cold, and you know I think part of his style is like he beat Boo Boo Llewellyn from Oklahoma State. Boo Llewellyn beat. Um, oh my God, I'm blanking on it. What's the Wyoming guy that made the national finals? Uh, Bryce Meredith. Bryce Meredith beat Bryce Meredith at Reno. Jaden beat him sixteen to one. Like you know so. Um, there's right. obviously some positive results there, but he did lose to D. Camillo twice and finished fifth place. Um, 149 was also depressing. Uh, Mays lost to Collins. Hey, Ben, I want to talk about Ironman a little bit, though, because sure. um, and you, you, you probably have, know more about this than you're willing to share on our podcast, but you know, here's a guy, uh, when the season started, I forget who he just went gangbusters through at 133, but it was like, wow. Yeah. And the way that he he just seemed really excited to be on the mat um pretty pretty unique you know yeah. uh, spirit about him and then i watched him wrestle against Tomasello, and candidly he was pretty excited when he got on the mat but by <laughs> the end he by the end he was not so excited and he was pretty tired and i think that spoke to a little bit of a weight cutting you know yeah. uh, pulling some weight and stuff like that and then they announced that he's going up which makes sense. I mean, he's a humongo 33-pounder, huge. Yeah. huge. Um, but then since that time, I just feel like, you know, and maybe I'm jumping to conclusions because he's a freshman, but I just feel like, you know, from the outside looking in, it seems to me like you got a guy that's very talented. He cut down to 33. He's taken some losses on the chin. Maybe he's losing to people, you know, way worse than he would have expected. And I feel like he... Is, you know, I feel like, and I don't want to say this because I know you're a tiger, no, but well, like, I feel like it. maybe he's about to go on a freshman slide. Um, yeah, I mean, like I said, not not bad results for his first time up at 141. It put, honestly, it puts the Tigers in a tough spot because Matt Manley's there, um, who was a five seed. You know, he's coming back off a of major surgery, and so he's kind of having a rough go. Um, and then two-time national qualifier Zach Sinden bumped to 141 because he couldn't beat Ironman at 33. So right. that's three really tough guys. So the Tigers are one forty one. Um, you know the fantastic thing is, you know Brian Smith builds depth. So John Ernesty um, hopped in at, at one thirty three and took fifth for the Tigers. But right. So when you when you look through, um, and I'm going to go just go find it for you. When you look well, through I, I like Ironman's Ironman. results, I, I, think, 
Um, I mean, I think I love watching the kid wrestle. I'm cheering for him. I think he's. I like his. I think he's going to be like a fan favorite. Yeah. You know, in his college career, I really believe that about him. But I guess I, I think he's doing a little bit of searching right now in, on the inside. Um, that's just my gut when I when I read his results, when I watch some of his matches, his body language, how different than it was in the beginning of the year, yeah. stuff like that. Well, so he wins his first two matches, then he then he loses Di Camillo. Um, and D, you know, D. Camillo's been around forever. He's, he's tough as nails. Right. Uh, let's see. And where, where is he at that? And then he beats, um, he tech falls, he wins. He tech falls Boo Llewellyn, who had just beat Bryce Meredith. Um, he beats his teammate Sinan, and then he wins. You know, so he's, he's six, what, six and two or seven and two? Seven and two? Um, not, not a terrible showing. And, and Missouri doesn't have the toughest second half schedule. Um, Hey, we just got a 125-pounder. It is a pretty decent showing. I guess I guess my trepidation comes from how I how strongly I felt about him six, seven weeks ago. Yeah, and so I think yeah, I think some people might have jumped in the gun before um, he he got there. Hey Tommy, we just got a 125-pounder. Who's in? Sam. Olympian Sam Hazelwinkle. Dude, this is legit right here. This is, so this if we is, get Hayeswinkle, Simmons, and Humphrey, at the, Humphrey won't do 41 he wrote, first. He'll probably said, be at 49. He said 49, and he, 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 was, um, he, he would not commit. I was just texting with him. And then Mike, Mike Poeta said he don't want to do it either, but we'll talk him into it. He said he didn't want to train. Nobody's yeah. worse off than I am from a starting point. I agree, I, Tommy. What, so you need to make the calls to these people and say, guys, I'm not, I haven't been an active competitor for a long time, and I'm willing to hop back in here. Don't be scared of me. <laughs> Okay, so I'm like the old cap, the oldest guy. Well, I, old I think guys. you will be uh, the oldest. So I'm a little nervous. Maybe I shouldn't do it. You think I'll get injured? No. What are you, sissy? You're not going to get injured. <laughs> Give me a break. Uh, all right. All right, let's get back to it. One, one, four, 149, I don't want to talk about it. Kala could beat Mays. That was depressing. Um, yeah. Ohio. Co- That's all I got to say. <laughs> Um, Jordan Cutler is Jordan Cutler Ohio? No, but I think he's originally from New Jersey, right? High school? I I don't know where he is. So I never heard of him before this weekend. So I know that there's a gentleman good, I know. Um, he wrestled at Ohio State. His name's Kevin Cutler, and he lives in New Jersey now. And I think that might be his relative. So it's kind of like some Ohio State lineage oh. there. Oh God! Here we go. Anyway, um, yeah. Go so, Bucks. <laughs> You're ridiculous. Oh, man. <laughs> so he takes first. He beats Joey LaValle in the semis, Missouri guy. Um, and then he beats Joe Smith in the finals. Uh, I'm very impressed by him. Um, you know, yep. really tough defensively, really tough scrambler. He doesn't have a great offensive arsenal, which could be um, an Achilles heel as he goes on this season. But, man, uh, for a freshman, he's tough as nails. Yep, yep, hearing good things. Hey, uh, what do you think of Oklahoma State's overall performance in seven of the finals? They're too good. F them. <laughs> I mean, do you would you put them ahead of Ohio State but yes. still behind Penn State? No, I'd put them uh, – unless Penn State brings Mark Hall out, I'm putting them above uh, Penn State also. Because Penn State, I'll Even tell you why. Tournament yes, tournament. Cortez has not really proved the Hill All-American. Gilbon has not proved Hill All-American. 65 has not proved Hill All-American. 74 has not proved Hill All-American. Um, hey, I'm embarrassed to say, who is Penn State's current 74-pounder? It's that, um, oh my gosh, not, he was their 65 last year, and then he was their backup 65. Um, Shakur, Shakur Rashid. Okay, I uh, I didn't know that, um, but after watching Mark Hall's semifinal and final, and knowing that circumstance, and hearing you, who's a wrestling, you know, your wrestling guru, say that you put Penn, uh, Oklahoma State above them. I, I mean, do you think Kale's pulling Mark Hall out? You got to. Hey, so, have you ever ever tell you about what uh, they do on the FRL podcast? No, it's really funny. So, Piles was Christian Piles was interviewing Chill uh, Sanderson at one time. She asked him, "Chill, Kale Sanderson," and uh, he was saying <laughs> something about their lineup, but you could do this and that, and then, and Kale just goes. You got a plan, 
And so now, every single time Christian starts talking about Penn State's lineup, Willie like has that clip on autoplay, and he just goes, "You got." It's Kale going, "You got a plan? You got a plan?" <laughs> I've seen that tweeted. Now uh, I know the connection with it. You know what I mean? But yeah, yes, I do have a plan, and yes, I would pull Mark Hall if I was Penn State. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Mark Hall. Anyways, we gotta we gotta get through sixty five. All right, sixty five. Sixty five is depressing too. Chandler Rogers, Daniel Lewis gets the first takedown, gets reversed to his back and pinned. Like WTF? Hey Ben, you're you're, you're being pretty self deprecating about your Tigers. I know they could have done better, but I thought they wrestled pretty good, and I think they're a top five team. Yeah, top five. You know, obviously, they, I think they they are really good. I was kind of. Hoping for a little higher this year. Um, definitely with them ending up with a trophy. With Miklas going out at 84, that would hurt. And then with with uh, with with uh, Ironman vacating the 133 spot, that that hurts also. Yeah, the so, weight the weight jockeying. Yep. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, they they didn't do bad. But okay, so let's go story of the tournament here. Mark Hall, um, did you watch the semis match? I told you to watch. Yeah, I did. I did. So I don't want to say, I, and I don't want to. I'm going to sound like an asshole when I say this, but sometimes his. I got a feeling. I got a feeling. I'm going to agree with you. Sometimes his style it hits me as gimmicky. Um, you know, like the banana splits, the cement mixers, and he makes it work, obviously. But uh, I mean, Ryan Preach in that semi, it's like, how obvious was it that he was going to go left side cement mixer? I mean, it was just so obvious. And how well, that... yeah, that that's it was it was it was a great um, sign of um, Mark Hall's metal, so to speak. He he really showed that he can gut it out and keep fighting. But that cement mixer, because I remember on Twitter when it was going down, I wasn't watching, and everyone's like, "Oh, that was insane!" And just like I'm like, "Man, he must have like cement mixered him from left field and ripped his neck off." And it's like it was a slow motion skill that you could see from a mile away. And then when he did it, it was like you know he was going one mile an hour. So yeah, it was right? a great win. It was it was an awesome win, plenty to be excited about. But like to your point, it wasn't like it was. You could have saw that coming from a mile away. Yeah. So um, he, 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 the other, the thing about him that and so. I, would I put him in national title contention? 100% I'm putting him in national title contention. But he definitely does have a few weaknesses. Uh, well, she's a freshman. He, he should. Um, he, he is tough on top. Um, you know, he got a tilt versus Kyle Crutchmer in the finals. Um, you know, to start the match off 6 nothing. So uh, th- that's a really positive sign. But, yeah, sometimes when I'm watching him, it's just like um, gimmicky. I feel like, he you know, he goes for all these moves that. Uh, yeah, I never really thought of it that way. But, you know, he's. I don't know if he's gimmicky because he has a system when he's out there. Like yeah. I feel like he has a, a system of skills that works for him, but he's got so many tricks that you know sometimes it does look a little gimmicky. But I don't think he's a gimmicky wrestler. I just think he has a lot of tricks up his sleeve. Sure. So it'd be interesting to see if they pull him. If I, you know, if I'm Kale, I'm pulling him. Um, you know and- what I like? You know what I like about him is that um, you know. January second, I think this was his third tournament. I believe so, he had, yeah. he took one on the chin at the either Eastern Michigan or Michigan State Open, and he just you know showed back up. You know he just keeps wrestling. I think that a lot of kids that have wrestled their whole lives are good at just like taking one on the chin and keep on trucking. Yep. And um, I was just I'm impressed that he you know six seven weeks ago he lost to some guy I'd never heard of. You know what I mean? And Seven weeks later, he wins the scuffle. It just shows how his mind works. It shows. Um, it also shows his improvement rate and what he can be by winning the scuffle six weeks after he loses to a guy that I don't know who that guy is. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I feel the same way. I totally agree with that sentiment. So, and that was so all over. That was a tough weight class because you got Crutchmer, you got Priest, you got Ramos, you got Kent. Jaden Bernstein, Taylor Luhat. I mean, that was a really tough weight class that he won. Um, and so, you know, hats off to him. And, and let's see what he can do second semester. Because I got a feeling Kale's going to pull him. Um, you know, I if, think if so, that, too. Well, I mean, yeah, I think if, so, too. If the national title's in the balance, you you, you got to. You absolutely have to. You, 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 if the national, So what you're saying is if the national title's in the balance, 
you pull the blue chip red shirt that won the scuffle. You pull them all. You throw everything at them. <laughs> pull them all. That's right. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 184, Gabe Dean uh, continues his dominance. Only note here would be that he did not get a major over Nolan Boyd. And I, I want to say that's his first non-major of the season. Um, second time second time wrestling Nolan Boyd this yep. year. It gets harder to major people yeah, that are I, pretty good, you know, as the season wears on. I, I agree. Um, Jaden Cox versus Brett Farr. This was a good match. Uh, Farr hit a really slick scramble in the second period to get the takedown, and um, and he went for that exact same scramble in the third period. And Jaden was ready for it. It caught him on his back and just had such sense uh, sense of where he was at. To put his hand back in the in the circle, so he got the takedown. Did you see that? Yeah, no, I it's think. Crazy. Um, yeah, it was pretty slick. Yeah, I think that even though Cox has had some close matches, you know, when I when he has to get the takedown to the point where he got the takedown at the end of the match, mm-hmm. he just looks like an Olympic bronze medalist when he has to go do things. Yeah, I wish he would do it all the time. I wish he. Would oh yeah, I mean, everybody. I do too. I do too, but I don't feel like his third title is uh, well the, the matches are close enough where he can slip on a, I just feel like he's going to do it again I mean not that it, that's his outlandish claim but you know what yeah. I mean no yeah I, I agree uh, and, and heavyweight Jacob Casper over Michael Carell this Casper guy's kind of coming out of nowhere for Duke um, and yep. wins the tournament but not, not a, a super tough heavyweight bracket um, there at the scuffle not, you know, none of the top guys there so mm-hmm. that's it, Tommy. We went a little longer than usual. We got sixty. We had sixty percent of our Midlands team filled. Um, if you call Hump yep. and hey, kick him in the ass, we might have seventy percent. Hey, next episode, um, I think we should go through the top ten wrestling states in America. We got to do that in the off season. Next week, there's going to be so much to talk about from all the dual meets. Okay, you win. <laughs> you gave that one up easy. Uh, well, we'll yep. let's save it for the offseason. Remember, there were some of those periods where we were like, "What the hell are we going to talk about this week?" Um, yep. So yeah, so we got we got our Midlands team mostly put together. Midlands scuffle that was fun. We got now we got the Big Ten schedule and all the duels starting. Um, so so I, I'm excited. Uh, it's going to be a good fun second. Me too, season. brother. I, I love that the team race is not decided yet. I think. Penn State's still in it. I think Oklahoma State's still in it. I think you could argue that uh, Virginia Tech, Missouri, Iowa, and Ohio State are all on the outside looking in at this point in time. Um, But when you have a second half where you could foreseeably see six teams win the national title, that's a really rare thing. I mean, I know there's been a lot of fun. I mean, it's yeah, it's January fourth, and it's January fourth, and there's about four or five teams I could see winning it. And you know, and there's been years where that that that's already it's, at this point in the season, it's a foregone conclusion who's going to win. Correct. So Correct. that's a lot of fun. All right, Tommy. Uh, fun episode, and I will talk to you next week. Okay, my brother. Have a good one. See you, bud. See you. You are listening to the T Row and Funky Show, brought to you by Defense Soap. Defend what you have built.